G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Something of a focus on Christian persecution today, a focus on the Indian states of Nagaland. Now, Nagaland is the only Christian state in India where they have had a recent election. And in the lead up to that election, which was held in late February, Hindus who were empowered by a pious religious party released threats to harm Christians and to change the constitution. Now I was sent some of the propaganda and I've seen it and uh, it's very, very disturbing. Uh, There is a call for Aussies to pray for Christians in Nagaland. Let's get some insights. Johannes Pillay leads a ministry called Power Kids Ministry based in Australia And Johannes is a vision listener too. He drew our attention to this persecution issue of Christians in Nagaland. And Johannes is joining us. Hello, Johannes. Welcome to 2020. Uh, Fine. Thank you, Neil. Uh, Thank you so much for giving this opportunity for me to speak on vision. I truly appreciate this. Uh, Johannes, lots of us won't know too much about Nagaland, uh, but as a Christian state, and they've recently had an election, uh, there were threats made against Christians in the lead-up to the election, and the party that's come to power uh, is really a Hindu-based party, and the coalition partners of that party are the ones who've been threatening the Christians. Is that the way it works? Yes, Neil. Um just just uh, background against Nagaland. Uh, this uh, Nagaland is a state in India uh, where 96 percent of the Nagaland people are Christian, uh, where the Baptist people have walked, uh, shared the gospel to them. And there was way back in 50 years, uh, many people have come to know the Lord. So 96 percent of this uh, state they are Christian. So you can see the threat. And that fear that India, India has, or particularly the Hindu people, uh, they are scared that these uh, Nagaland people will continue to uh, be strong in their Christianity and uh, continue to share the gospel. So that is why they have moved in in this particular area where the northern side of India, where Nagaland, uh, Mizoram, and Meghalaya, and this is where most Christians are. These are the tribal people. Uh, these Hindu people are scared that they will continue to be strong in their faith and continue to spread the gospel. So that is why they have moved into this side of the area to uh, pretty much to to, um, bring fear into their heart, to put threat in their heart so that they can uh, convert them back into Hinduism. So there's an intimidation from these Hindu-based parties in the state, which is the only Christian state in India. Let me go to some of those threats that were made through propaganda in the lead-up to the election, because these are quite disturbing. Uh, One of those doctors being encouraged to inject Christians with steroids to weaken them physically. 
yeah. the challenge to burn Christian Bibles, books and literature, uh, rewards for killing religious leaders, including local pastors, fathers and nuns, uh, mixing pesticides in water resources used by Christians and the implementation of a barcode number so as not to allow Christians to buy daily necessities in the marketplace at bazaars. Uh, those sorts of things, they are really, really disturbing, Johannes. It is, it is bizarre, Neil. Like, you know, for them to have a barcode, I mean, where in the world they got this idea? You know, it's, it's pretty scary the kind of threat they have uh, spread around uh, the Hindu people because this national uh, RSS party, which is the um, one of the major parties in India, uh, has been spreading this kind of uh, propaganda ideology, wanting to attack Christians. And they openly sent this letter among their members, where one of the members, who's a friend of my uh, Christian brother and uh, sister, and they, the one, sent this message to uh, my friend and saying that, hey, guys, watch out, this thing has been spread around. So be careful what's happening. So thank God that this came to the knowledge of our Christian brothers and sisters. Uh, you know, and, and it's pretty scary what he has stated in that letter, wanting to clearly attack Christians. They have targeted them like they were looking for, like they have put them in a date that within 2021, they want to get rid of the Christians. It's pretty scary stuff they are saying that in this letter that we have found out. Johannes, what sort of messages have you been getting from your contacts in Nagaland? Uh, as I understand, there has been an increased pressure on the Christians. All right. The recent um, election that they had, they, they, the Hindus went in and just threatened the Christians. And they even uh, literally bribed uh, party leaders to come into their camp. Um, like the BJP, which is the main party uh, run by Mohadi, the, the Prime Minister of India, uh, he and also the RSS have walked in India, in Nagaland, I'll say, and they have offered money to the uh, Christian party, the state parties in uh, Nagaland, and they have changed camp just for the sake of, you know, uh, getting a bit of wealth. And for them, it's a lot. For $50,000, it's a lot of money. And that's the amount of money we found that they've been spread around this thing, uh, around these uh, party leaders. And they they pretty much, like, changed camp for that. And that is how they managed to get into uh, to Nagaland. And they, they're taking their foothold and they, they're putting threats. They even got the, uh, some of the Christian leaders have pretty much changed their religion to be Hindu. And I did send you a video showing some of the Christian leaders are worshipping the idols, right? And, you know, um, showing to the people that they have changed their faith uh, to Hinduism because for the sake of wanting to remain in the party. So pretty scary stuff. They, even past has been attacked. Uh, people have been threatened, uh, beaten. Uh, it, it, it is scary, Neil. It's scary what's happening in Nagaland. Not only the Nagaland side, more on the northern side where the tra- tribal people are. Because most of the Christians are the, on the tribal side of the India, on the northern side of India. Because India is divided into three, uh, three categories. Like on the south, the, uh, the, the darker people. Uh, which is the Dravidians, and then we have the middle people, which is the Indo-Aryans, which is you know, the Bollywood people, and then we got the tribal people on the northern side. So when the British were around, that's when the gospel was spread, 
and uh, most of the people that received the Lord was the, the northern side. And that is why the Indians are so, so scared that uh, the, the uh, Christians are spreading themselves around that area. And that is, that is what is sending in these RSS people to break them down. So it's fear that drives the intimidation because where there's any sort of decline in Hinduism, and as I understand it, uh, that's been fueling a rise in Hindu nationalism and it's yes. created this campaign, this Save India campaign, and that includes... In the campaign, a part of that is to take action against Christians because Christians are getting a foothold and, and they want to put an end to it. Exactly, Neil. Now, there are 28 states in India. There are about four states in India. Is predominantly, uh, they are Christian people, which is Nagaland. It's the first 90% of Nagaland people are Christians. And then we go to Mizoram. There's about 87, uh, 87% of people. And then we have Magala, 74, and then Manipur, 41, and then Andhra Pradesh, another 30% of Christians in that, uh, that region, that state. And that is why they want to break these people down. They want to move in and, and pretty much uh, change the uh, nation into Hindu nation, into Hindu state. And that is why, the, as you see in the letter saying that, they want to make India as a Hindu country, a Hindu nation is not... Uh, infiltrated by other religions and so on. Uh, Johannes, you've been calling for Aussies to be prayerful for the people in Nagaland. Clearly they are under pressure. Uh, your yeah. own ministry role with Power Kids Ministry, uh, you're yeah. based here in Australia, but looking after the needs of uh, homeless, destitute children. Uh, yeah. How do you hope that people will pray for what's going on in Nagaland? See, uh, the only way we can um, um, work against this matter is to pray and fast for these people. And I truly call all the churches and, uh, and brothers and sisters in Christ uh, to pray for them uh, every day possible. Um, they are living in fear, and, and I feel for them because you know they are facing the terror uh, pretty much daily. They can't even uh, practice their faith. And they've been challenged on a daily basis in regards to their faith. And that's, in one part, is good for their uh, spiritual life, but on the other side, you know, living in fear on a daily basis is, is terrifying for these people. So pray, uh, pray, pray for them, uh, pray for their safety, pray for their, uh, you know, uh, for their freedom to spread the word, uh, pray for, uh, for the protection of the family, especially pastors. They're the main target, as you saw in the letter. They are targeting the pastors and leaders. So, yeah, please pray for them. Well, some real insights today into persecution of Christians in Nagaland, uh, the only Christian state in India. And for those who want to be in touch with our guest today, let me give a website where you can make contact, pkmiglobal.org. That's pkmiglobal.org. Yo, it's just been a pleasure. Thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts with us today on 2020. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.